Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Stephen Yoder, and you're listening to the Standard Bread Journal Podcast. Welcome, and thank you for listening to this podcast. Today, we will be talking about Mid-State Driving Sale. I have Willis Troyer with me here today. It's March 7th, Mid-Ohio week. Um, we're here. Uh, Stephen's actually not on this podcast here. He's tied up in... Uh, the pony sale, uh, mid-high draft horse and pony and carriage sales this week here in Mount Hope, Montab Auction, uh, the week of March 7th, continuing all week, of course. I'm sure most of you listeners are familiar with the mid-high draft horse and pony sale. Um, so I got Willis Troyer on here uh, on the phone uh, on this podcast here. Willis, how are you doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. We're breathing easy today after, after a week with Mid-State. What a what a blast it was though, but we're doing good this morning. Oh yeah, it sure was talking about having a blast. Uh, it sure was a blast coming out there. Um, we made a two day event out of it. Probably should have made a three day event out of it, but we made it. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, it's always fun coming out there. I just love that place. Uh, you come in there, other than sitting there at the gate five o'clock in the morning when you can't get in. Uh, it sure is nice. Um, you come in there and it's in the valley. Uh, got mountains in the background, and it's always just I enjoy that. I enjoy coming to that facility there. And the weather, the weather was fabulous for a horse sale. Yeah, it was a little chilly in there, but uh, luckily I was set up close to one of those pipes where the heat comes in. Every now and then I'd step in front of those, and didn't take long. You'd be thawed up again, so it was all good. So uh, talking a little bit about the sale um, here that last uh, weekend, um, Willis, how many? Um, how many consignments did you have there at the sale? We had 157 consignments for the Friday sale. Okay. What about the Saturday? Then the, the Saturday, we had 147 consignments. The Friday sale, there was 157 consignments, and there were 64 trotting bed mares in there, 10 stallions in the balance and geldings. And then the Saturday morning sale, the Saturday sale, we had 107, 147 consignments. Ten of those were yearlings, and then we had 20 Trottenbrick mares. The bottom were all in uh, Friesian, Dutch, and crosses. They're all. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, Saturdays, um, we actually left there soon after lunch. Uh, Steve wanted to come home, and uh, they had something going on in the evening. And a Valentine's supper. It's a, it was a sweetheart supper. I was so glad for him. It sure was. Um, he was pretty fired up on the way home, so I was glad he could make it. Um, sometimes, you know, we guys, we get so fired up about going to all these events and all these sales, and we kind of, you know, our families kind of tend to sometimes get, you know, in the back pocket, and I was glad he could, you know, come home in time to... Um, yeah, I was glad it worked out for him that he could come home and go to his sweetheart event. I didn't get any report in on that, what the benefits were on it. Then. So sure, it was good. On. So uh, talking a little bit about the sale, uh, just before we went into this, we were making ourselves a little bit of a list um, of horses' highlights. Um, the Friday sale was uh, topped off early on. It was number 10, Harry's out. He was a 2019 model. He'd be a three-year-old um, stallion sired by Andover Hall with a dream vacation, Muscles Yankee mare. He brought uh, 130000 Um Willis, what were your thoughts on that horse? 
that was a horse that uh, I thought was a very good investment there. If somebody wants to invest, that was a good investment right there. And RRA Equine, they uh, rolled up the sleeve. They made a purchase for uh, another good and overhaul. Beautiful individual he was. Had a good confirmation, had a good head, had a good ear, uh, a nice shoulder to him. And uh, I think we'll see nice foals come out of him. And RRA, they, they, uh, they were the, the winning, they got the winning ticket on it. Uh, there were multiple other people that were interested in it. And I thought a three, uh, a six digit figure is definitely appropriate for the horse that we have. Definitely. I thought so too. Just looking at his pedigree, he was, uh, very, very well bred. That uh, Andover Hall Dream Vacation, that has crossed very well already. Um, there's not a lot of Andover Hall Dream Vacations out there. And uh, I myself, we have actually been fortunate enough to have an Andover Hall Dream Vacation mare that's uh, produced very, very well for us. So I just seen that uh, before the sale, that pedigree there, and uh, I wasn't surprised to see a nice horse. So. Uh, looking through here, uh, number 34 was kind of the next runner-up. That was um, Diva DeVille. Uh, she was a four-year-old mare by full count out of Andover Hall Dam. She brought uh, 97.5. Um, she was uh, owned and sold by Marvin and Noah Byler, prep by Hershey Equine. I thought he did a great job. Didn't you think so? He did. He did. That, that was actually... That, that was a, a mare there that we didn't know where she was going to start, where she was going to stop. Uh, confirmation, she was probably the most beautiful equine animal I've ever seen standing in a stall, standing in a cross tie. Had the most beautiful head, uh, shoulder, neck. It, it started right from the ground on up. She was a correct mare. She was absolutely correct in, in her confirmation. And uh, there again, we had an Andover Hall mother. Yeah, comes through every time. Oftentimes you see some of these, you know, high sellers, a lot of them. Andover Hall is just, it seems people just don't get tired of them. I mean, I'm sure there's people that are, you know, rather have other horses. Everybody's got a, you know, different preferences. But Andover Hall has stood for a long time, and I'm sure you'll always stand. So I and thought it's, proven, so, it's a proven thing. Yeah, I thought uh, that mare, I didn't get to see her in the stall. I was tied up at my booth and stuff. But I just saw her in the ring there, and she was, I mean, if you, if you would hire a painter to to uh, paint a picture of a mare driving, it would definitely have looked something like that. So she was beautiful. Yeah. She, she did. She did. Under harness, she was good. Uh, standing standing in in the cross ties or in the stall, uh, it would challenge an artist to do that good a job. Definitely. Definitely. She was about as nice as they get. And then number 38 was Skyway Sandy. She was a Guccio, Lucky Chucky mare. Uh, she was in full to uh, age in blackout. She was actually, she looked like, I mean, you should have maybe checked her for wax. She was, I don't know when her due date was, but she looked like she'd be dropping in the morning. Uh, she sold for 65000 She was a very nice mare as well. She was. She was absolutely a nice. There was a lot of hype on that mare. And that that mare there, uh, she could have brought a hundred, and probably nobody would have said that she was overpriced. She was such a beautiful piece of machinery. She was a nice, nice mare. Well, and just but being she was so heavy and full, she no longer could perform like she was did when she was open or or short bred. But she was so heavy and full that she barely fit between the shafts. And yeah, and he he basically brought her in, took a couple laps around the ring, and just kind of walked around and. 
and yeah, it was all good. I mean, uh, you could see in a short time that she could, you know, carry herself up pretty good. So yeah. she was a very nice, just thinking of that cross, um, she was bred to that ancient blackout horse. I don't think there's a lot of mares been bred to that horse last year. She is, I know she is of the very few mares that are bred, that got bred to Agent Blackout last year. She was probably, mm-hmm. um, I'm sure she was the only uh, opportunity to buy a mare uh, that was pregnant to Agent Blackout um, yeah. this winter. So that's that foal right there could easily pay off that mare. Good, yeah. One, that, that foal itself, first crop uh, like that there and her first baby with with what she can, her performance could definitely do it. And she's a Guccio. Uh, Definitely, she's bred very did well. Not do, yeah, did not hurt her at all. Number sixty-nine uh, is a mare by the name of Independent Little Miss. She was Ozzy Ozzy, Mister Glory B. Um, what a mare! She was a what performer a as well. What um, a mare! She brought uh, forty-seven thousand. Is what she ended up bringing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What and a mare she was! Yeah, yeah. She also yeah, that, that was Eli Eli Miller consignment, and I congratulate Eli for. For bringing it to to Mid State, he had the opportunity to sell her private, and uh, he brought her to Mid State. And uh, I thank Eli for for doing that. And what a, what a mare she was! She was a she had a heart of a type of five gallon bucket in performance. She, and the the thing is, she's just started in her career. Definitely, she was a just strong a driver. I thought I just seen her in the ring when she was selling. I thought uh-huh. she. I mean, she would have run right through a block wall. It seemed. Not through a block wall, but she was that type. She, she did not back off one thing, and she was a super performance, sporty mare, very, very sporty. She was. She was. She and and we will see her again. She was. I think we will see her her picture with on top of green soda. I think so too. Um, yeah, she had the undercarriage. She had the undercarriage to uh, to go that direction, and if not, she's going to be a top top brood mare because. Um, just her performance, her pedigree and stuff. She was, she was something to see, definitely. And her her dam was a Mister Glory B, and that 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 will carry her right where she's going. Yeah, that's uh, Mister Glory B. That's um, Mike Casey, and all those were out of him and Doctor Gump. Yeah. So that is actually a very very um, interesting pedigree. It would be interesting yeah. to see that mare uh, being bred and see what comes out of her. So. Uh, I was just looking here. The top gelding was number 80, uh, Roger Rabbit. He was a Sebastian K. gelding, Winsong's Legacy Dam. He sold for 40000 That was another nice, top, top performing horse, I thought. An eighth of a mile from the wire, and it is Muscle Hill who's striding clear for Brian Sears. Explosive Matter is racing in second. Symphonic Hanover third. Muscle Hill drawing away with every stride. Operation Hamiltonian complete. It's Muscle Hill, 150 and 1, equaling the world record. Be sure to join us at the Vineyard Road Horse Auction, March the 18th and the 19th of 2022, just coming up here in March. Want to thank them for being a sponsor to this podcast. Um, they've got quite a lineup coming to their sale on the March the 18th, which is on a Friday. They've got 69 crossbreds and then 120 around 120 standardbreds that are coming to their auction, including um, Sometimes You Don't, which is a consignment from David Yoder as an Angus Hall mare, Super Guild Dam. Also, Resurrection Mary, uh, she's a royalty for life mare that is going to be three years old. She's got a Cadabra mother and a Donnerail second dam. Ozzy Bond, an Ozzy Ozzy stud colt 
That is three years old. He's signed by Ozzy Ozzy out of the Bon Appetite Mare, which was a credit winner. Osbrook Sampson, an Ozzy Ozzy stud. That's three years old with the Here Comes Herbie Dam and a Go Go Lamont second dam. Arresting Beauty, an Andover Hall filly. She is two years old. She's got a Lindy Lane Baltic Speed Dam, a sharp two year old that could go any direction. Possess the Will is a stallion that is by Donato Hanover, self possessed dam. He has produced successful racehorses such as Millie's Possession. Trotted in 151 and 1. She made a half a million dollars. Also, 1 in 53 and 1, 54 and 1, and his offspring have earnings of 1.7 million. As a two year old, he was the trotting horse of the year. The Great Tease, which is a standard bred mare that is two years old, started by Ozzy Ozzy with an Andover Hall dam. Ocean View Lefty, Northern Bailey with a King Kong Rangers, Cole Comfort second dam which she had a weanling that sold at the Shrock's dispersal for $30,000. She's selling with a free breeding to Majestic Monarch. Famous Socks, which is a Sebastian K. Mare. She's got a Garland LaBelle Dam. She sells with a paid breeding to Royalty for Life. Petro Queen, an Archangel Mare with an Earl Dam. HP Starlet, a Muscle Math with a Ken Worthington Dam. A mare that's four years old. Another mare that is by Ozzy Ozzy with a Hard Rock and Roll Mother. A 21 model making her just a yearling plus a ton of serious driving standard bred geldings. There's too many mares to just a name to mention a few. Uh, what I mentioned is just going through the catalog, the first couple that I saw, um, be sure to be there. That is probably the best lineup that they have ever had in all their years of having horse sales. Again, the Vineyard Road Horse Auction, it is March the 18th and 19th. The 19th, they've got a pony uh, consignment auction as well. Uh, there's equipment there, and they've got always got a ton of groceries, some Airworks tools, um, there's always a good time there. Be sure to join us up there. Uh, they've got beautiful facilities and probably the very best lineup ever to be up there in upstate New York. Again, the sale is Friday, March 18th, 2022, 8 a.m. They start with TAC. 9 a.m. We have stallion presentation followed by the horse sale. If you have any questions, be sure to contact them. The sale committee is Levi Stolzfus. His number is 315-730-1598. Henry Stolzfus. His number is 607-869-2492. Jacob Hertzler, 315-209-3726. If you have any questions, be sure to give them a call, and they can take care of you. Um, if you have questions about bidding on horses or you want to know what kind of horses are going to be at the sale, be sure to contact them. The address, if you're interested in coming to the sale, the address is 2295 Yerkes Road, Y-E-R-K-E-S, Romulus, New York. 14541. Again, 2295 Yerkes Road, Romulus, New York, 14541. So we want to thank them again for being a sponsor for our podcast. And he's, yeah, he is a nice horse that was just coming in and coming on. Uh, also prepped for Hershey Equine, and John Hershey had talked to him about it. Kind of a late bloomer, just didn't want to come around. And all of a sudden, the last couple of weeks, his horse is starting to pick up his stuff. and and putting it where it's supposed to be. And if you looked at his lines, the horse could actually go back race. Uh, but there, there was a, but probably the crowd please, uh, not to take anything away from Roger Rabbit, the crowd, crowd please was probably very candid. Yeah, number, number 83. Eight, number 83, yeah. That was kind of, boy, when that thing hit the ring, it was uh, kind of tinkly back there in the spine and, it would be a little tough to see that head and ears if you were sitting in the top buggy, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, yeah, he you almost a, would have had to cut out the front to see, to see everything. Yeah, he was a, 
2017 model, uh, Conway Hall, Donnerale Gelding, five-year-old uh, Conway Hall Gelding. That was just, he he was put together. I mean, he was all buggy horse. If somebody asks for more than that horse and a buggy horse, I'm not sure where they're looking or where their expectations are. So. Yeah, I, I was, uh, that was, that was not my drive to go to church every Sunday, uh, but it was always a pleasure. He was in our church district where we've seen him for the last two years. To see him come to church, just, uh, uh, it was every, every. You're saying it, it was a slight touch of hove mood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can always get hove mood just from having him in your same church district. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But a nice building. Absolutely a nice building. Absolutely. Yeah, he was he was as bad as he was he was I guarantee he was a lot a lot of fun. And I can't I can't imagine, you know, money talks, but I can't imagine parting with a horse like that of that caliber. Yeah. yeah. Well, Gideon Peters, I'm uh thanks to him. He he's been supporting our seal. Him and his brother Alan both have been supporting our seal ever since we started Mid-State. And their goal is to bring the the best ones there. Uh his brother-in-law Alan had uh had the uh, top selling gelding here uh, four years ago, and he's running on the green sawdust now. Oh, okay. Been, been running. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, yeah. They, they that's their drive it's to, to to drive the best and bring us the best. That's interesting. They definitely had, um, as far as a pick for the buggy horse. I mean, that Conway Hall gelding. There was nothing that would stand up in my book for you know yeah, just driving a horse was. to the buggy. He was. He was a piece of a horse. So that uh, kind of wraps up the Friday sale. I'm sure there's a lot more in there. We just kind of want to talk is. about a couple of the high mares, a couple of the high geldings and the stallions. Um, and sure. then flip it into Saturday morning. If you go into the Saturday morning sale, that was the, that was the, that was the Friday sale. If you're going to go into the Saturday morning sale, uh, that was an interesting sale also. The yearlings, uh, we had 10 yearlings there. The, not the right time of year to sell yearlings. They would have been weanlings in December. Now they're yearlings, but uh, we still had we had some nice nice yearlings there. Top yearling was number two eleven. Uh, Dave Stoltz, who says I'm with the uh, Conway Hall Explosive Matter Philly, and that's the last crop out of Conway Hall. She brought ten thousand dollars. Wow. Then we had a nice cream rocker colt. That colt, yeah, he brought uh, eleven, uh, ten. He brought ten, and the two eleven brought eleven. So. Yeah, they were they were our high yearlings, but uh, now let's look at the two twenty to two twenty one. As far as our mares, we had twenty twenty standardbred mares there, and there again, let's see who carried those two mares. Uh, two twenty was a Lyrichetta mare. Um, she was in full to none other than Andover Hall. She was a nice mare. Um, she brought fifty two thousand. Um, she was a nine year old. And there again, I mean, she was just ready to drop that Andover Hall baby. Yeah. And that outcome is going to be very, very interesting. She was a very, very nice mare. Um, 221, same thing. Uh, she was a classic photo, dream of glory, speedy crown mare. She was also in full to Andover Hall. And then she uh, she sold with a paid breeding to Q Hall yet, and she ended up bringing 47000 So there again... Um, Andover Hall coming in, um, people are always on the hunt for them. It seems for sure, you know, Andover Hall coming to an end of its career, 
um, that just turns everything up. You know, it's all I want it to kind of a, you know, a um, limited edition and you can't, you can't just get them every day. So um, I thought. And people, it's a proven thing for a foundation. Definitely. Look how often that, just like the, the mare for 97.5, um, mm -hmm. she was out of Andover Hall mare. Look how often that, you know, top geldings, top mares, in all these sales, a lot of those, not, not near all of them, but a lot, oftentimes they are out of Andover Hall mares, and it's a mm -hmm. solid investment. We want to thank the Standard Bread Journal for sponsoring this podcast. Standard Bread Journal's mission statement is to provide education, news, and marketing opportunities to all horse enthusiasts, raise funds to promote, enhance, and protect the Standard Bread industry, to continuously enhance integrity, and inspire future generations to maintain a respectful environment within the industry. So if you guys want to subscribe to the journal, it is a quarterly magazine that's going to go out uh, quarterly four times a year. And to subscribe, call Mark Yoder. He is the editor of the magazine and advertising sales. Mark Yoder, 330-946-6501. That's 330-946-6501. And let him know if you'd like to subscribe or place your ads in these issues. We're focusing on the standard bread industry, the buggy horses, as well as the roadster industry. Be sure to call Mark if you want to be involved in anything. We're doing stories on different horses, featuring horses, doing a lot of different features on farms. Uh, we're going to be featuring broodmares, supplements, minerals, uh, select show horses. It's approximately going to be at about 160-page magazine is what we're looking at, and we're going to have a limited amount of ads that will go into these issues. Our number one focus is on education, to get education articles in there that can help people they can structure a small company to have on the side. So we want to thank everybody that is involved. It is a nonprofit organization, 501c3 company. So keep that in mind. All the funds are going back to promote and enhance the Standard Bread industry. With the Standard Bread Journal is our podcast that we're doing. The podcasts are going to be on for now every second Monday of the month. So every second Monday of the month, there's going to be a new podcast that you can listen into. Tell your friends, your family, tell everybody that you know about about this podcast. Call me, 330-312-6269, and tell me what you think about the podcast, what we can do to improve it, and what we can do, different subjects to bring in and discuss. Our goal eventually is to have a bi-weekly podcast and do it once every two weeks so we can get more information in front of the people. Thank you again. Standard Bread Journal. I don't have the uh, the crossbred report with me, uh, but a couple of our our of our high selling crossbreds uh, they 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 were the same way. They had an end over whole dam in the crossbred division. Oh, wow, yeah, I didn't pay it's much just, attention to the crossbred sale. Like I said earlier, we left a little early. Um, I think they were still in. Um, the windmill acres or uh, race label as dispersal or as head of yeah. horses. Well, that's that's uh, Stephen Yoder done uh, done the majority of the crossbreds. Thanks to him, uh, a super job he done. But uh, what I did, what kind of popped out was uh, uh, you you get them uh, bred right with confirmation, and there's a market for for any horse. Oh yeah, definitely. And uh, yeah, I was surprised. I just you know watching the crossbred sale there a little bit. Uh, what these 
you know, what they were bringing. I haven't been to a crossbred sale in, you know, quite a while. And uh, I thought they were selling very well for, you know, yeah. I, I didn't know. I'm not, I, I haven't been involving myself, but just looking at them, you know, there were some very, very nice drivers there. And I thought they were selling very, very well. Yeah, yeah, we had we had quite a few between ten and twenty thousand, ten and eighteen thousand, I could say probably, but yeah, multiple ones. And then we, the last horse was a was an Abbey, was an Abbey son, Abbey crossbred, Abbey standard bred. And for our last horse, he went for a driving horse and brought thirteen thousand. Wow, that's good money. That, and that's a good way to to end a good crossbred sale. Definitely, definitely. I like I like when a sale ends. You know, with a you know a good seller. Um, Positive note, yeah, definitely. So I think that kind of wraps it up. Thanks, thanks a lot, Willis, for hosting the event out there and hosting us. It's always a pleasure coming out there. And um, it was actually our first time at the Mid State Sale, but um, sure, we'll be back out there next year. And uh, it's always a pleasure to come out there and the sales you work. You usually give me a little bit of a hard time, but something that I'm pretty well used to anymore, so I don't mind it at all. Yeah. Well, it was good to have you there. Uh, we should, we'll try to get you a, maybe get you a little heated booth, because uh, there wasn't a whole lot of complaints about the weather about being cold, but there's a couple of people that always had to stand in front of this warm tube, so but we'll try our best to accommodate you, Mark. It's always a pleasure to have you here. Oh, uh, it's good. All right. Thanks a lot, Willis. All right. Thank you, Mark. You bet.